Pam. I'm Dawn. I'm Deidre. I'm Dina. Welcome, Welcome to Ozark's Haints and Hooch. This ain't no fancy academic check your references kind of deal. This is four girls from the Ozarks sipping and spewing about Haints, Hooch, and history. Well, welcome, podcast world, to Ozarks Haints and Hooch, episode 10. 10! We are excited to be with you tonight, and we are going to hear stories from <laughs> a very apparently spooky place, because all three of my sisters <laughs> are telling spooky stories from this same place. Mm -hmm. I will... Uh, I'll introduce that in, in, a, in a little bit, but uh, I'm your host. My name is Pam, and Dawn and Deidre and Dina are doing our telling, uh, each telling stories tonight, and Dawn is doing the cocktail. So, Dawn, why don't you tell us about our lovely beverage tonight? Our hooch. The hooch. Yes, our hooch. Sorry. Hooch. So, hooch. Um, I'm hoping... Uh, can I say what we're talking about? Because it has to do with it. Um, so yeah. we're gonna yeah. we're gonna talk about Cotty College. So I'm hoping some of our Cotty sisters are listening. But um, I looked up when I went to find a cocktail. I looked up Daisy and Duck, and Cotty girls will know why. But we decided on the Daisy. So I was just saying, um, I like it. I mean, we all mm -hmm. like it. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, very good. But so let me read the let me read the recipe to you because it's kind of funny. So one and a half ounce base spirit. And evidently you can choose gin, tequila, rum, whiskey, brandy, or vodka. Like what is left? <laughs> light or dark, know. it doesn't matter. Light or dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you use I use vodka, I think rum is several rum people used rum. I used rum. I used rum. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm okay. And then uh three-fourths ounce of orange or elderflower liqueur for a sweet kick. And then elderflower. I did the I did the elderflower. Mm -hmm. Elder Dina did yeah, Dina did orange. And then three-fourths ounce fresh lemon juice, two bar spoons of, and here here's some more choices: grenadine, raspberry jam, or raspberry syrup. You shake that all up in a shaker, and then you strain into a, a glass of crushed ice or cracked ice, and it says a julep or Tom Collins glass. You tr strain that in there and then top it with soda water and garnish with fresh mint or berries. So it's, I was saying it's kind of like, just take whatever you got and throw it in a glass and call it a daisy. <laughs> <laughs> but if, you knew that, Huckleberry. if you knew the yeah. college, um, the college is very, or was very diverse when I was there. So maybe that's symbolic, but that's our Yay. Daisy cocktail and it's so good. I'm going to have another. Yay. Let's, yeah, let's all too. raise a glass, ladies. Let's raise our glass mm -hmm. to the Daisy for Cotty College. Yeah. Clink. Yeah, clink. <laughs> all right. So we want to remind you of a few things before we get started with our stories tonight. Our social media links are Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to check us out there. 
And our tech disclaimer is that we are in four different mm -hmm. uh, three different states in four different Wi-Fi's with cats and dogs and husbands and mowers and maybe even football players. Dina, you got any football players passing through the living room? <laughs> I sent them all to the other room. Okay, okay, very good. So we have a variety of connections and et cetera. So you'll forgive us on that, please. Um, please subscribe to us and give us five stars if you, if you, if you, if you would. And we release our episodes on the first and 15th of every month. So Without further ado, let me tell you about Cotty College. All my sisters went to Cotty College, and including their mother. Yeah. And Cotty College is in Nevada, Missouri. It's a private women's college in Nevada, Missouri. It was founded by Virginia Alice Cotty Stockard in 1884. Yes, Since it 1927. was. <laughs> yes, <Sorry>. it was. <laughs> yes, That's it okay. was. Since 1927, it has been owned and supported by the PEO Sisterhood, which you will uh, learn later what exactly what that is, but it's a philanthropic women's organization based in Des Moines, Iowa. And it is the only college in the U.S. owned by and for women. It was founded as a prep school, preparatory school for girls and women, and by 1932 was a two-year liberal arts college. So that is uh, the first definition of Cotty. Now, um, because these gals all have their own stories to tell, this place must be a spooky place. So I have some dormitory background information, and uh, it goes like this, the PEO Hall is the oldest of the existing dormitories and was erected in 1939. It has 10 suites housing about 100 students. It was the first building to be paid for by the PEO Sisterhood after they acquired the college. Reeves Hall was built in 1949 on the site where the prior Cotty Dorm Missouri Hall had burned down in 1940. Okay, I didn't know that. Did you guys know that? <laughs> not the date but i didn't know yeah. it is i didn't know it had ever sorry okay i'm just gonna Missouri, i'll be narrating this portion Missouri Hall burned down okay sorry okay <laughs> and it was noted for having the largest basement of the three halls and a foyer reminiscent of the classic hotel lobby Maybe some of our stories have to do with these basements. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, Robertson Hall, or the Robbie, was the last Cotty dorm to be built, and it was erected in 1959, and it houses the Rainy Dining Hall and the Centennial Room. It was noted for being the only hall with air conditioning and an elevator and has the smallest basement. Mm -hmm. Um Cotty's had prior dormitories, including Rosemary Hall, established in 1903, Missouri Hall, 1928 to 1940, and Main Hall was also used as a dorm from 1884 to 1939. Okay, did I miss anything on that housing, girls? Nope. Nope. I think okay. so. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, so um, the Larson legacy at Gaudy College mm-hmm. goes back. We should have our own dorm. I'm not kidding. I guess mm. you should. The Larson Hall. Larson Hall. How about yeah. that? Yeah. So what I'm going to do is give you the dates that these gals uh, and some of the organization <laughs> these gals were in. Their mama, Pat Jones Larson, graduated in 1957. She, she lived was in as Patsy at the time. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, Jones. Patsy Jones. Patsy Larson. Jones. Mm-hmm. Patsy Jones. And she graduated in 57 and she lived at Reeves Hall and she was a rat. And Dina is going to tell us more about what a rat is later because she's a, she was a rat too. <laughs> Dawn Larson graduated in 1981. When I was five. What? And when you I were was five. five. Yes, that's when I was right. Five. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. And you lived at the Robbie mm-hmm. and in the Louisiana suite. You were class song leader in 1980. You were the Robbie song leader in 1981. And you're a current PEO. And Don, you want to say some more about PEO or say some more about that? Well, yeah, I mean, um, so the PEO Sisterhood are, are the group that financially supports um, Cotty, and they also are one of the, how do, you, how do I say this? They have loans and scholarships and all this stuff for women's education. And so I was really honored and fortunate to be a PEO scholar during grad school, and that money saved my life. And that's kind of a cool and big deal um, oh that's great so it's yeah. kind of like endowments or something they, we yeah, all got they the have a peo scholarship um didn't we didn't we all get our peo scholarship to go to cotty yeah yeah wow. i didn't i didn't but i got i mean no i did not i didn't mom didn't oh, either okay um oh, i oh. was can i talk about sweet living or you know kind of yeah, how sure. it's yep, okay sure. Just really quickly, so the dorms, all three of the dorms, um, you live in a suite, and all the suites are named after states because the PEO chapters in those states are what supports the suite. And so a suite consists of um, a bathroom, a little mini kitchen, and then a main living area, and then rooms that sort of circularly surround the living area and some are private and some are two-person rooms so that's kind of so your suite sometimes you got really really close with your suite because you know you were there for two years and um so anyway that's all I wanted to say about about that that's what I have to say about all right so uh Deidre graduated in 87 1987 Mm -hmm. Um, she was Delta Psi Omega Theater Fraternity. Well, and I she was, was a, too. Sorry. Okay, Dawn was too. Damn it. And she was a former PEO. And then, uh, do you have anything else to say, uh, Deidre, about well, it? <laughs> so, yeah, so there was a secret uh, group that, um, part of the, the theater group um, that I was a member of, and uh i always had a lot of fun with it we didn't we didn't really you know we weren't very organized but we did we did have some fun and and do some fun stuff and i if i remember correctly i don't know parties were involved maybe but um uh i was a grommet 
So I don't know if the grommets are still around or not, but uh, that was a fun little organization to be a part of. Okay, very good. And the youngest one, Dina, graduated in 1994. She lived at the Robbie, and she's going to tell us about RAT in a minute in 94. (laughs) Uh, She was campus-wide song leader in 94, and she lived in the Rosemary Suite in 93. So, Dina, what else can you tell us about that? So, my first memory of Cotty is being down in the Robbie rec room and talking to one of my seniors and going, when do we find out about the rats? Because my sisters went to school and told me stuff they probably shouldn't have told me because the rats were a secret and you weren't supposed to find out about them until you actually got to the school. So that senior looked at me and went, I don't know how you know about that, but don't say it again. And I was like, okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> so the rats were a secret society. There um, were, you know, a handful in each hall, and it was passed down. You, um, Cotty is big on was. Unfortunately, I don't think it is so much anymore. Um, I know that the rats are no longer. Um, They went underground either the year after I graduated or fairly soon after that. Um, Anyway, you you have to, it has to be passed down to you. And basically, because it's too hard to explain, and if I tried, it wouldn't make any sense. Um, The freshmen pull pranks on the rats. um, And the rats do something back to them as as a freshman i because my sister had done this to her rats i we had hidden alarm clocks um, <laughs> in the rec room thursday night was when you when the rats met and the rec room was for the rats you were not to go down there at a certain time when the rats were down there because that's where they met so um, oh we went down earlier in the day and hidden had hidden alarms and set them for a minute after each other so (laughs) alarms were going off but they were hidden in the ceiling they were hidden in the couches they were hidden everywhere (laughs) Mm -hmm. so I, i don't know what my one of my um things that i had to do because i pulled a prank is i remember um pretty sure it was the witch's bridge but i i can't i can't say that for sure because you're I was blindfolded to get there. Um, I had to roll an egg across the bridge with my nose, with my hands behind my back, and there was probably six inches six inches of mud on the ground. Uh, wow! So that was that was just stuff. Now some girls got really upset after that. I believe this is when I was um, picked to be a rat because I was like, it's mud gonna clean off it's okay because there were girls we crying afterwards and i was like i don't know what you're crying about i don't understand this so in a nutshell there you go so can um, i i'm gonna interject what mom said because mom was she was like in the early early rat groups but she said rec rats were originally the girls that were bad and smoked in the rec room and so that's kind of, they were kind of known as badasses. And so as I, 
heard you say Reeves Hall has the largest basement. That kind of makes sense that the rats would have started at Reeves because the rec, the basement, the rec room was kind of where they hung supposedly. And if you guys are interested in this, we need to give a shout out to Annette and the uh, Traditions Museum. And I'm sorry that I'm not um, one of one of uh, my Cotty uh, sisters who is um, a rat and also it's the Cotty Tradition Museum Museum in right? Nevada. And so you can go. There's just so much tradition that we don't have time really time to talk about. But you can go. Annette's done a great job of preserving as much of the traditions as she can, because. Um, yeah, I don't think they have. Well, include information on in the extras. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yes, let's do. All yeah. right. Yeah. Okay, well, let's get to the spooky part. We've had the history hey. part, and now let's get to the spooky part. So okay. I'm going to go eeny, meeny, miny, mo. They told me I could just pick who goes first. So I'm going to pick Deidre. Ah, she goes first. Okay. Well, I lived in Robbie Hall, and um, I lived in Southeastern the two years I was there, and um, it, you know, it was an ex oh, it was an experience like no other. Um, you know, even though it was an all girls school, I mean, there's a lot of you know, back talking kind of, uh, you know, stuff that goes along with that. Uh, it was, um, I mean, a lot of good memories, a lot of um, I don't know, I guess who, who I am today, kind of, you know, because of, of Cotty and a couple of the friendships that I made there and just actually, um, reconnected with a really, really good friend of mine. Um, oh, I don't know, probably, I don't know, probably about six months ago, um, we reconnected and we talk almost every day now. So anyway, um, it's, it's a great school. Mm -hmm. Now, I had I had three um, things that happened to me. Two of them were kind of small. Um, one of them happened actually quite a bit, but I, I only experienced it one time. Um, and that was, so back in, I think it was the 20s, um, a student by the name of Vera um, was burned to death. Uh, she was... Uh, making candy in a chafing dish and um at that time i think she, i think it was rosemary hall i think she, she lived, lived in, in maine didn't she? well it was rosemary it was oh, rosemary it was hall yeah because yeah. rosemary hall is not there anymore right, right. i mean it, it got mm -hmm. repurposed or whatever but she was seen in maine or heard in maine okay. so anyway Sorry. what happened was okay so that peo um, main hall across uh, the highway. What is it? Highway 62? Is that right? Across the highway from Robbie and Reeves. Sure. All right. We're on the other side of the highway. <laughs> One night, it's probably, I think it was two o'clock in the morning. Um, everybody in my suite all ran out into the middle of the suite and we all looked at each other and went, what the heck was that? Um, and, uh, we all kind of listened and threw open the windows and uh, of the rooms that were on the, that side of the building. 
And, um, you know, there were, I guess, maybe some people outside or something that on, in, at Robbie on our, our little dorm that had, you know, been out front and had heard it too. So we all heard a scream and, uh, it was a female scream. And of course, everybody attributed it to, to Vera. But the weird thing is nobody in Reeves heard it. Nobody in PEO heard it. Um, you know, it was, Robbie was the only hall that heard it and we were across the street when it happened. I mean, you know, we were across the highway. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's so, far away. It, yeah. So that was one thing that happened that I actually did here and it was just weird. And then my other little thing is when Dawn was there, um, we're all, Dina, Dawn, and I are all theater geeks, you know, and of course Pam too, but we um, were all involved in theater there, and um, she had been in a show, we had gone up to see a show that she was in, um, Dawn, I don't remember what it was, but mm -hmm. everybody had left, and um, Mr. Finsky, who was all three of our drama professors, um, professor, he um, had I mean, kind of closed everything up, and uh, it was just me and Dawn, um, and he said, just pull the, uh, you know, the doors to or whatever. And so we were downstairs and do you remember this, Don? We were downstairs mm -hmm. in uh, the green room, which was directly below the stage. And so we heard somebody walking across stage and um, we figured it, you know, it was Finsky. I mean, neither one of us thought anything about it. And I was what, how old was I at that time? I was probably 12, 13, somewhere maybe. No, because yeah, yes, maybe. Yes. Yeah. So I was five. You were 13. Yeah. yeah so that's right. Okay. <laughs> that's how that works. Uh, I know. Oh, her math. <laughs> so anyway, we go upstairs. And for those of you who are familiar, the ghost light was in the middle of the stage. Oh, and I love the ghost light. It's a yeah, so, favorite tradition. Uh, it is. Mm -hmm. It's a theater tradition. And you always leave um, on an empty stage or a even if it's it's not empty, you know, you always leave a ghost light in the middle of the stage. And I just, it, it's, uh, what was, the, I just heard the, the philosophy behind it. And I can't remember what it is now, but it's something to do with, you know, keeping the spirits company or something like that. Okay. Well, I never heard that. I just heard it's that way the stage manager knows that nobody's messed with it if the ghost lights where it ought to be. And on. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe that too. I don't practical, know. Okay, sorry. Practical. Sorry. Practical and yeah. non-practical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which probably both. I mean, I would say yeah. the practical part makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we go upstairs and so we're kind of, you know, looking <coughs> around for him and I mean, it's dark. It is pitch black. The only thing that's on is, is the ghost light and then the light in the little um, uh, stairwell foyer where we're going to go out and pull the door to and the building will be locked up right and so we kind of walked around and said Vansky, hey you know so by the time that we got from the green room upstairs to the stage that person they couldn't have left i mean there there's they they just couldn't have so anyway we determined that nobody was there <laughs> And I believe we kind of hightailed it out of there pretty quickly after that. So, wow. Okay. Uh, so that, those are my two little short ones. And then I have um, another one that I'll tell you here in a minute. Great. Excellent. Yeah. Yay. Oh, I like those. I like those. Um, mm -hmm. So next, let's go to Dina. All right. I can tell you two little ones that um, 
didn't necessarily happen to me, but they happened in my suite and I was there when they happened. Um, the first one was I was, um, I lived in Robbie also, and they're kind of horseshoe shaped. Like if you live on an end, you're kind of, um, there's a window seat and it faces what we called our sister suite on the other side. And so during the day you could sit in the window seat and, you know, wave at their whatever, see people in the other suite, seat suweet on the window seat <laughs> easy so, for you to say on the window yeah, seat not say so, that three times <laughs> not so not so easy um so i can't remember honestly cannot remember who it was i um i think it was liza but i'm not sure was sitting on that window seat doing something and she looked over and there was somebody sitting and it was night so it was backlit so you could see somebody sitting on the window seat on the other side and uh that girl waved at her but she couldn't figure out who it was. I mean, it was still close enough that you could tell who people were. I mean, it wasn't a huge, huge building. You can still tell, you know, the people that lived in your, in your dorms. So, um, uh, she couldn't figure out who it was. So she ran over there to see who it was and there was nobody in the window seat. And she said, who was just there? I didn't recognize them and nobody had been sitting there. So that's my one. Cool. Hey, the other one. Oh, wait. Let me just say, Rosemary was haunted when I was there. Like, there were weird things that went on in that suite. And, you know, that's, I, my friend Angie, I think, I, I think weird stuff happened to her too. Yeah. Yeah. My big story happens in Rosemary, but this was actually my senior year when I lived in Wisconsin. So, because I switched suites my senior year. Okay. Um, so my other one is um, same. So there were one, two, three, four, five, six, six rats in one suite. That's it's never ever to happen. I'm not sure how it happened, but my roommate was a rat, and then our suite mates across the hall were also rats. So that's not supposed to happen. You're not supposed to be able to do that. Um, <laughs> but so our suite mates across the hall came running out screaming one night we were like what is going what are you doing what's going on and they had watched a coffee mug on one of their desks slide across the desk and shatter on the floor mm. Mm. and nobody touched it my, nobody touched it they were not sitting anywhere near the desk i think they were sitting on somebody's bed talking and it split across the desk and shattered on the floor so, wow yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. How about that? Okay. Ah, we'll come back to you too. Okay, Dawn, you're up. Okay. So let me first of all just say Nevada, Missouri is in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So this may sound weird, all this stuff we're talking about to non cotty girls, but at the time I was there, there were 350 women there from all over the world, and that was it. And there were only five women from Missouri. So you put, the, you know, women from Africa, women from France, and like all, you know, other states in a little town in the freaking middle of nowhere, and you've got to keep yourself entertained. So, so that's important. <laughs> Hence the secret societies, right? Yes, and there were okay. lots of them. <laughs> um, so I will say about Cotty that, you know, mom had really, I had no choice to where to go. I mean, I was just going to go there. And mom said, 
okay, if you don't like it, you, you know, you have to stay, I think a month or something, and then you can come home if you don't like it. But honest to God, it was the best two years of my life. Yeah. For lots yeah. of reasons. And I think when I got to Mizzou, I went to Mizzou, great big school, lots of competition. I was so much more mature and so much farther ahead of pe people my own age because the academic life there was pretty rigorous. And if you were in theater, you just did plays. I mean, there was no, you didn't get cast. I mean, cause there were only 350 women for all the majors. So, so I think that's important to point out too. So um, Dina, you, Rosemary wasn't there when you were there, right? No, I lived in Rosemary Suite. But Rosemary Hall was My gone. freshman. Yes, That's Rosemary gone. Hall was already gone. So yes. Rosemary, so when Deidre and I were there, the theater was housed in one of the earliest dorms called Rosemary Hall, which was attached by a bridge kind of thing to Main Hall, which was the mm -hmm. first dorm and then became the administrative, like the president was there and all the offices were there. Okay, so this was a, it had a basement, three floors in an attic. And my first year there, I was a music major. So the theater was on the first floor, the music practice rooms were on the second and third floor. So I'll tell my scariest story first. So um, I'm not a music major anymore because of freaking ear training. And so back in those days, you had <laughs> tape recorders and you had to sit up in these practice rooms and listen to tapes. Oh my God, it was horrific. So that night I had of course let a bunch of that work pile up because I hated it so much. And I was, the first thing that started out that night was I was sitting there and I felt something on my foot and I looked down, there was a mouse just sitting there looking at me. And I was like, what? Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I chased him out. So anyway, and by the way, the this was this must have been the fall because the windows were open because it was hot up there. There was no air conditioning, and so I finished the ear training and I was doing um, playing uh, piano because you know you had to take that too if you were a music major. And I was playing scales. I remember that, and I was playing, 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 and all of a sudden. I hear sort of commotion outside because my window's open. I mean, but it's a bunch of girls, so who knew what they were doing, you know? But then I hear tromp, 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 tromp up the stairs. Somebody throws open the door to my practice room and they're like, oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, yes. <laughs> they said they had heard screaming coming from my practice room. Oh. And I kind of went, I'm kind of getting chills. It was really creepy. I was kind of like, is my playing that bad? <laughs> you know, but I mean, I don't know. And they, so they, this was girls from PEO Hall, which is right next to where Rosemary stood. And so, wow. I don't know. I didn't hear the screaming. Wasn't me. It was way after the mouse incident. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's my, that's, I don't think I knew that one. That's scary. It was scary. I, I remember that one. Okay. Ooh, screams that from rooms that didn't happen. Oh. <laughs> Maybe did. I don't know. That's spooky. That's great. I love okay, that. Okay, now we're going to bounce back to Deidre. Tell the, yeah. another story, if you will. Okay, so <laughs> the strange thing about this instant 
was it happened during the day. This was, uh, and it actually happened um, to me, uh, and I was, I was part of it. So, all right, so I was in said Rosemary Hall for a theater class with Mr. Fenske, and probably, I don't know, 15, 16-ish other girls, right? And so, I don't know, we got to a point, I really had to go to the bathroom. And so the bath, this was like in, like for some reason, I think it was in February. I remember it was cold. And so um, the bathroom was on uh, the second floor. There wasn't a bathroom on, uh, down in the auditorium, um, or at least one that we could use or something. I can't remember exactly. I don't think so, there were bathrooms on the, I, I think, think even were all people upstairs. had to go upstairs. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. It was at the very end of the hallway. All right. So the hallway is a fairly narrow hallway. And on either side, there are a bunch of doors. All right. It's a little spooky, even in during the day. Um, but I had to go to the bathroom. So I'm walking uh, down the hallway. All of the doors are closed. The bathroom door is open to let some of the heat go in. And at this time, the, these were storage rooms. They weren't being used as music rooms anymore. Okay. Really? They, yeah, they, it was costumes and stuff. Mm -hmm. okay. So anyway, went all the way down, did my business, came back and noticed that um, one of the doors on, uh, as I'm headed back on the right-hand side of the hallway, um, was cracked probably, I don't know, uh, maybe a foot and a half. I was like, well, that's weird. Wouldn't open when I, you know, walk down that way. Well, they keep those doors closed so the heat, you know, doesn't, I mean, so they don't have to heat those rooms, right? So I reached over to grab the door and close it. And when I did, I reached with my right hand, the hair on, um, my arm uh, immediately stood up and I got chills, like the, the, the part of my body that was facing that door, cause I was kind of sideways to it as I was, I was like gonna close it as I was walking by, right? And so from like the middle of my nose to the, my ear, um, down the whole length of my body just immediately popped out in goosebumps, all right? I mean, it, it just was the weirdest thing. And so I kind of pulled back a little bit and uh, thought, well, do I really want to touch that door? And I would thought, no, this is weird. I mean, it's just a draft or something. And so I, I reached back and got it again and it happened again. The hairs on my arms stood up. I got all the goosebumps. I grabbed the doorknob. I pulled it shut. And at that time, I don't know if you remember those lovely um, hiking boots that had the red laces. Remember those? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was wearing those. And I ran the rest of the way down the hallway and down the stairs. And when <laughs> I got downstairs to the bottom um, and came back in the auditorium, every single one of those faces had turned to look at me because they could hear me running across <laughs> the, the hallway and all the way down the stairs because I freaked out. So, I, you know, nothing, I didn't see anything, but it, there was, that was one of the, the weirdest um, experiences I've ever had just because it kind of, it shifted with me when I shifted and uh, it, it, the hairs went you know, away when I pulled back and that's wow. my, that's, that's my spooky, that's my super that's spooky creepy. story. Yeah.
That yeah. is creepy. Yes. Yes. I've had that happen. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think we have another one from Dina. Yeah. Okay. So at Cody on the weekends, once again, nothing to do in the town. Mm-mm. So on Friday and Saturday night, what we did was we would drive an hour Pittsburgh, Kansas because um, you only had to be 18 to get into the nightclubs. So we that's would. That's what you want to call them. I don't know if you want to really want to call them right. nightclubs. They were but... dive bars, but we. <laughs> yes, they so were. They were there Kansas nightclubs. Right? <laughs> All right. So um, we, uh, y- you know, that we would usually close it out. So last call, you know, one o'clock, usually close down the bars. And then it was another hour home. So. It was a little after two o'clock in the morning. We had gotten home one night and everybody had gone to bed. And so I um, had gone into the bathroom to take my, con- you know, get do my going to bed ritual. I'd taken my contacts out and I was in the middle of washing my face. I heard something at the door and, you know, the bathrooms, it, like a normal dorm, the uh, sinks and mirrors are on one side and then the stalls are behind you and then there's a... Um, the entrance door is like on the same wall as the sinks and the mirrors. So I heard something and I looked up and now mind you, I did not have my contacts in, but at this time I was not quite as blind as I am now. And um, so I could see shapes, you know, you could make, I can make out shapes and, and know that something's shapes of people. I just couldn't make out um, anything intricate. So I heard something. I looked up and there's somebody standing in the doorway, kind of um, leaned up against the, you know how you're, you lean in to talk to somebody and you lean on the side of the, the door frame. Yeah. So mm-hmm. somebody was leaning on the door frame, leaned in like they were getting ready to talk to me. And um, in my short, when I look back on it, um, in my short, uh, time that I, I could see what I saw, I saw upswept hair and kind of a bun and a high neckline. And so, you know, I was in the middle of washing my face. So I had soap on my face. So I looked up and said, Hey, what do you want? And cleaned my face off because I started getting soap in my eye, looked back down, looked back up and there was no one there. And everyone was asleep in that suite except for me. So I'd like to say that I was mature and said, Vera, is that you? Do you need to tell me something? But I didn't. I squealed like a little girl and I ran to my room and pulled my covers up over my head. Now now was when we were at the Crescent. You weren't really asleep. You were pulling the covers over your head. So was that Rosemary or Wisconsin then? It was sweet. And so the next morning when I told my story, they were like, it was Vera, you saw Vera. Because the, you know, the legend was when Rosemary Hall burned down, she, her ghost went, came over to Rosemary Sweet because it was the name. Mm. Okay. Oh. Well, that would make anyway, sense. Wow. That's my scary story. No, I was going to ask Angie about story. any scary things. I'll have to okay. ask her if she had any scary things that happened. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, very good. Yeah. That's a great scary story. Um, all right. So we're going to close it out with Dawn. 
So, Dawn, tell us your last story of Cotty. Okay, it's two and a half two little stories. ones. Okay. So, um, so yes, so Vera, we had the legend of Vera as well. But I have to tell you, one of my <laughs> sweet mates, whose name is Alicia, and I used to sneak over to Rosemary Hall because I was a theater kid and had a key card. And um, besides that bridge thing that was connected, I hope I'm remembering this right, but I think the basement of Main Hall and Rosemary were connected. And we used to go, there were all, all this old lab equipment and all this stuff, really groovy stuff. So we used to like steal it and bring it back to our rooms. <laughs> and we uh, would brought back these weird chemistry lights that my roommate freaked out over and wouldn't let me keep in my room and stuff. I'm saying that because I never had, in all of those nights that we were in those two buildings at two o'clock in the morning, I never had any experiences at that time. Um, but, okay, so Mr. Finsky, who we all know and love, who just, didn't mm -hmm. he just retire not long ago, um, is a little German man with an interesting personality, and so <laughs> one day, uh, we were, I don't think it, I was in class, maybe we were rehearsing or at, in shop hours or whatever, but he, okay, I gotta back up. Somebody told me that the picture on the third um, story of Rosemary, they were like, there's a picture. Yeah. Okay. Look at it. Yeah. Okay. Tell me what you see. Okay, fine. So I go up and look at it and it's creepy. It's a creepy building. And I go back down and they're like, did you see the girl in the um, middle of the uh, pathway? And I was like, yeah, because it was one of those perspective photographs of like a driveway with long with like pretty trees that lined the driveway. And there was one lone figure in the middle of the path. So this girl goes, that didn't show up until Vera died. Okay, who knows if that's true. I, I remember that story. Okay, yeah. it's still creepy, right? It's still okay. creepy. So one day, Mr. Finsky comes up and he goes, go pull such and such from the costume storage. And I'm like, no. <laughs> he goes, yes. And I was like, no, and I think, Perhaps I was in Delta Psi and he, and I think I was president one year. So he's like, you have to, you're president. And I was like, oh, okay. So the costume storage at that time was in the freaking attic of Rosemary Hall, which Ooh. is not the third floor. It's the doodad that you pull down from the ceiling and walk oh. up rickety steps. Oh yeah, okay. Now it's more substantial. It's a more substantial stairway than like your home one. Cause it's as a, but nevertheless, industrial, yeah, yeah. Well, in, industrial for 1884, whenever it yeah, was. Um, right. <laughs> so I swear to God, you guys, I walk up there and it's this attic, you know, peaked room because Rosemary had peaks. It had turrets and peaks and all this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's this peaked room and it had a line of light bulbs that ran from the top, you know, the doorway all the way the long way of the attic. And of course, the whatever I needed pull was in the room. And so I, <laughs> I stepped up into the room. I flipped the light switch, uh, switch, 
and all of the light bulbs exploded. Not at once. They went bang, 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 bang. And I was like, goodbye. <laughs> Done. <laughs> and I, much like Deidre, ran down three floors of freaking Rosemary Hall, noticing that fucking photograph on my way down. So I was like a total mess. And I never went up there Whoa. again. And he tried to get me to go up there again. I never did it. I was like, you can Funny. fail me and never cast me again. I am never going up there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's intense. It uh, was terrifying, yeah. I'd forgotten wow. that story. That's a great story. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, what a night we have had of Cotty College stories. Yeah. Um, do you guys have anything else to say before we wrap it up for the evening? Oh, I feel like I had one other thing to say, but I can't remember because I'm at the end of my daisy, so I can't remember what it was. <laughs> I'm at the end of my daisy. I'm at the end of my daisy. Oh, I know what I want to say. I have always felt like, I don't know about you guys, and I know we all, we had varying um, experiences at Cotty based typically on who the president was, but um, I feel like I could call up any Cotty girl anywhere no matter what year she graduated and go hi I went to Cotty 1981 can I come live with you and she would probably say yes oh uh, that's so true I mean true. yeah uh. I've, I've had some uh, health issues the last years couple of years or so and I have reconnected with probably four girls that we were not um we were not sweet mates we were not you know, I don't even know if we had any classes together. We just knew each other. Like maybe they, we lived in Robbie or maybe we did have a class together or whatever. We just knew each other. There are certain people that, um, you know, you just knew, right? Well, 350 women too, yeah. Right. But I mean, like, you know, that, that just stood out. Oh yeah, I remember her, you know, whatever. So, so many of those girls um, have reached out to me or um, we've reconnected through um, some groups on Facebook or whatever. And I'm telling you, I am probably, probably closer um, to a couple of them. Well, I am closer to them now um, than I ever was at Cotty. We just reconnected and there is something about the Cotty sisterhood that um, just makes you close. It really mm -hmm. does. There's nothing like it. And well, I do just think we have a... We, go ahead. Go, Dina. I was just to say, I reached out because I knew that we were recording this tonight. I reached out this morning and I have a Facebook Messenger group. Um, of just a bunch of, uh, some of them are, were rats, some of them we lived with, some of them um, were jailbait, which was another rat thing, or, you know, <laughs> so just a whole, we knew each other, and we had gotten close, and um, we, we lost one of our sisters this summer, and mm -hmm. so they had made a messenger group to, you know, to kind of discuss that, and um, trying to come to terms with it pretty much and so I reached out to that messenger group this morning and got some maybe some stories for later that oh. uh, about the witch's bridge and there's a, oh, yeah. um, a some type of grave out there the unknown grave that sometimes you can find and sometimes you can't and then um, also found out that one of my friends from um, she was a senior her name is Megan she she's been listening so that's kind of, and I hadn't put that out that we had had started this um, 
podcast to that messenger. Oh, group. that's serendipitous. She just found you. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. random. She was like, I've listened. I've really enjoyed it. And I was like, well, if nothing else, we certainly entertain ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to say, so um, I'm going to piggyback on what Dina said. I, or Deidre, I do think traditions as uh, almost close to hazing as they were when I was there, I do think that binds you to each other along with the fact that you're 350 women in the middle of nowhere, you know. So my, my sweet story is, um, you guys know, but the listeners may not know, that my divorce was really horrible. And um, a bunch of Cotty girls called me one night after I had moved out of my house and into this really... POS house, my first rental house, which was awful, that I lived in. A bunch of girl, Cotty girls called me one night and sang Cotty songs to me. So there, there is a really, it's, you know, you were saying you lost a sister. We lost a sister about five years ago. And same thing, we called her up and sang Cotty songs to her because singing, Pam, you don't know this, but we were all, you know, song leaders. You heard that. Um, said yeah i saw that right singing was really really important um that was one of the most beautiful traditions so anyway yeah oh it's really great that these uh connections that we make whether they're school or theater groups or whatever i mean it just stays with you it informs who you are it's a connection in life and uh, in these days and times, especially right now, uh, it's really good to have the connection with, with, those, uh, mm-hmm. with those people. And um, I'm really happy about these stories tonight. Thanks, you guys, so much for sharing your Cotty stories. I don't know where Cotty is. <laughs> it's in the middle of nowhere, apparently. Nowhere. That's exactly. Oh, middle of yeah. nowhere. Yeah. 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 So we are going to... Uh, we're going to leave you for this evening, and we want to thank you so much for listening. Yep, ducks and daisies, ladies. Yeah. Oh, yes, raise your daisies. Raise no, your daisies. ducks and daisies. No, I can't. I can't raise my daisy because uh, it's gone. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, too. mine's gone, too. But, uh, so we should have, you. you know what we should have done? We should have ended with a Cotty song, but don't ask me any right now. You know what? I, I thought yeah. so, too, but Zoom yeah. is terrible when you try and sing. Oh, yeah, there. true. We did that. Yeah. That's right. Right. And All I right. just remember the dirty ones, so <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, thank you, Cotty well, Dotty girls. Dotty Cotty oh, girls. Okay. Well, right. good stuff. Toddy girls, Toddy girls. Thank you so much for being with us uh, this evening or whenever you're listening, what time of the day, it doesn't matter. And we want you to leave us all the stars, leave us as many stars as you can possibly muster. And we're really happy you joined us tonight. We'd like to say goodbye and take our leave for this evening. And remember, yay! If you liked it, tell all your friends. And if you didn't, keep your big mouth shut.